Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Hunt. My name is Malcolm Cano, and welcome... What? What? Oh. Just this picture, right? Yeah, here. absolutely. That picture's always been there. I know. It's welcome awesome. back to Pixel Hunt, a show about all things video game. Uh, I'm your host, Malcolm Cano, and joining me in the studio, as they normally do, are my illustrious co-hosts, Mr. Tyler Durr. Back as always. Mr. Atriel Salazar. Llama in the house. And special guest for this evening, Mr. Jacob Glass. I'm back again. Well, like, he has to go through the same process all of us did, where he has to fill in the punch card. That's right. Ten, until ten, he... ten and you become an official four. host. I'm on four right now. Yep. Right, and you got six more. Yes. See, I, I joined when they just came out with the punch card. Oh, dang. <laughs> no, we, we've had the punch card going for a while now. It's, it's, it's a, I, I got about promotion. two episodes. It's, well, a, it's a pretty good promotion. Yeah. I, I worked hard. I've been <laughs> on here long enough. Do I, get, do I get some sort of, like, prize? You nope. Get, you get okay. free drinks. Nope. I've been doing this for five years. Do I get a prize? Nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Loyal fans that'll do whatever you want. That's true, actually. That's see, in it's, order it's, to get your the prize. honor is being able to entertain you guys. In see, order to get your prize, you have to give out your copy of Battleborn to one lucky contestant. Oh boy. Hold see on. guys, see no. see we're so famous that we're not just sitting on chairs, we're sitting on our fans. <laughs> no, 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 we are not. We are not doing that. That would be that would be a m- gross misuse of and, and the you'd studio. Be, you'd yeah, be no. doxing me, so stop. <laughs> we are not using fans as furniture. That would be ridiculous. Don't look into it. They're used to make hey, look, look, the room the cooler. <laughs> it doesn't even sound comfortable. Why would you sit on a fan? Can already hear. Wouldn't that hurt? Yeah. That wouldn't that hurt? Yeah. Would you, why would you sit on a? Why would you sit on a giant fan? It would just be blowing. Yeah. It was just blowing on your back. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know why you'd do such a thing. That Jeez. seems ridiculous. Because it's atrial. <laughs> I'm exposing Pixel Hunt. No, don't you dare <laughs> expose. Uh, so we've got Destiny Two Shadow Keep coming out. Yeah, boy. No. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Coming <laughs> to the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, the yeah. Stadia. And the PC, we'll get to that a little bit later. Tomorrow. On October 1st, uh, we got Neocab coming to the PC on October 3rd. And Ghost Recon Breakpoint coming to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC on October 4th. Did not know that. I yep. also did not know that. Yeah. So the, the newest Ghost Recon, there aren't a ton of new releases, but... You forgot something. What, you Cube sucking World. your teeth on in, into the mic? <laughs> no, it's Cube World. Yeah. Oh, well, it came, it comes out, came out last week. No, it came, came out today. It comes today. out today, yep. officially yep. this day. And mixed reviews. Huh. Oh, mm. yeah. I'll talk about that later. Okay, absolutely. I Ooh, mean, do we get to wreck the, his dreams? Next? Yeah, I guess we're. I guess choo choo all aboard. Now I'm gonna wreck the my train. own dreams. <laughs> That's uh. the ultimate power move on Pixel Hunt. Is when you bring up a topic that you know you love because you don't want anyone else to ruin it. So you ruin it first. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that's, that's fair. All right. I mean, we those are that covers the new releases. So go ahead, Atro. What's going on with Cube World? Oh, where do I start? All right. So look, I didn't buy the game yet because I, you know I saw the things. Look, the game is amazing, but, but the you've prob- been waiting six years for it. Yes, Atril. six years. You six sat years. on your bed all depressed, like when you couldn't buy it in the store. Yes, I remember that. But those days are far to not because. What? I don't know. I was, I was trying to speak some. <laughs> or for flames. not? For not? 
Fortnite. No, not Fortnite. I know, I know. I'm just being creative. So. Okay. And, you know what? Yeah, Fortnite. Language is one of those things, I That's guess. That's true. It doesn't really matter. Four language nuts. is subjective. Fight me. <laughs> at me on Twitter. At Apixel. And also on SoundCloud. So yeah. Yeah. At me on SoundCloud. <laughs> That sounds so sad. All right, it's an entire so just to add, Malcolm. Bring it on. So Pixel, I'm mean, Pixel. Cube World. Yes, Cube World. <laughs> Cube World. They, um, so the problem is that they changed a lot of stuff with the game. They, I know he was trying to update it, and but a lot of people were mad because throughout the beta and as people were playing it, they started to realize that he took out not only the skill trees that they used to have for Cube World, which of course is a way for you to make your character feel stronger each time. But, um, and my level's like really that high? No, 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 not oh, you. You're oh, fine. Okay, good. Um, they will be. <laughs> yes, yeah. they will. Um, but the problem was that he also took out the XP system, where now instead of killing monsters and stuff to get experience, you know, you level up, you know, like classic RPG style, the new way to level up is to get artifacts, which people are like, okay, that's an interesting idea, right? It's, it's a different but one. But it it's gets not. worse. See, the game is uh, each uh, each part of the map is an infinite generated uh, region lock or regions, and you know little regions that you can explore. You move on to the next region. Each region has a little bit of lore uh, pertaining to each faction. Each couple elite regions equal to like a whole kind of like a like a continent in a sense, or gotcha. like you yeah. know. It allows you to explore while having an infinite kind of world to explore. Each place you go to will offer either different lore, different quests, yeah. randomly generated quests. A la Minecraft, so that way your your world is unique to you. And Yes, yeah, yes. It. See, the problem with this is that each little region, no matter how big or small, each gear that you get from each region is region locked. So what it means is that, let's say if you get it, you're in one region, you get a whole bunch of gear, you get this really good legendary weapon. Like, oh, wow. The legendary weapon. You leave that region to go into a different region, right? Mm-hmm. To go explore. Your legendary or any of the gear that you got from the previous region essentially is trash. It's only good in that region. Yes. New. And so you have to regrind different gear sets or different just gear in general into a different region. That sounds terrible. It's, it's, it is terrible. And I got mad when I heard about that because I was like, why? Because why? It sounds, why? It sounds really backwards. Yeah. It, it basically, it basically, I want to say, disencourages you to explore because you're like, oh, I just got this really good weapon. And by the way, everything basically kills you really fast where like. If most things are meant to be scaled, and maybe it might, people are saying it might be a glitch of some sort, but it's it's like you can you can spawn into a place where things are at least considerably ten levels higher than you re, 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 uh, retrospectively, like where you you know they go off a of color coding like you know enemy system, and if enemies are yellow, that means they're like considerably like higher, like they can one shot you. You can spawn in areas where the things can one-shot you. You can spawn into different areas where, you know, things could be easy to kill and you get really nice gear from it. But then you go to another region, that gear is useless. So essentially, you're not only starting over, it's like they, going to each region. It's like they retroactively no man skied the game. Yeah, basically. Well, I'm, I'm curious. What's the neutral color for enemies that are your level? I, I think Yeah, I is think there it's any green. distinction? I think so it's that when really you green. show up in the world, you can like... 
oh no, all these enemies. But like, say you show up, so is it like I drop into a new world and I'm like, uh-oh, all these enemies are way too powerful, so I'm just going to hightail it to another region where I, there are easier enemies, right? Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. Have fun. Because there's a lot of enemies. Like, you can see plenty of videos online where people do like walkthroughs or like, yeah. you know, gameplays. And they will usually spawn into places where like enemies are are purple color, which is you know like which is basically Hi. one less than yellow. And and if something's purple level, and you try to fight it, you will die. You something's will die. blue level, and you just started out, you will die. You cannot. And it is the worst part about this too. Things that are like let's say you start the game, and you fight an enemy that's a blue level. Yeah. Then you will die because you cannot. You you not only they not only will two shot you, but you can't do any damage to them. Oh, so I'm also curious, is there any indicator aside from color to indicate how difficult this um, that's, enemy is? That's probably the only way because now the the way that you kill things, uh, the way that how gear system works is a star level where the higher, the more gear you get and the more like type, let's say you get epic gear, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you have like a little tiny star level. Like if you like pop up your character screen and stuff, it shows all your stats. It'll be like you out of five stars, you got four. So now you can kill enemies that are purple level. Okay. Gotcha. So that's kind of how it works. And so it's more the color and like the color of your gears of your basically the color or the rarity of your gear determines what enemies you can basically kill. Hmm. But even if let's say you get to yellow level, which is basically legendary level, which is five out of five stars, you are still going to be steamrolled by like the people with the same level, which makes sense. There's a little bit of a challenge to it. It just feels people keep saying it's usually just out of balance. Like, the game has potential. If he just takes out the region locking, if he brings back the skill tree, and he brings back XP, which and also takes yeah, takes out the region lock, the game will be perfect. I mean, he probably... They probably yeah. took those things out because they were either untenable or they needed to ship the game and those systems weren't necessarily fully polished. Or, for some reason, they cut them because they just clashed with their vision for the game well that is that may be true yes but the one of the biggest things that like what people were talking about is like well the game the game's been working on what for six years now right yeah but if not long and i know everything in the alpha and beta is technically fair game it's just well, the game's released now well exactly but things that like you said these things before that showed up in the alpha and beta they're they could Every single thing, and yeah. nothing is safe in a beta. Yeah, is, I know. And and but is but, this early access? It was. And yeah. Now now it's, now it's released. It's today. Like it's released. Of, yep. That's kind of a backwards step. And, and that's yeah. what and that's what everyone. That's kind of what everyone's saying because the alpha version. People are trying to say the alpha version seems more polished <laughs> than the than oh, the actual no. release version. And though no. I I and I'm not. It's not. I'm not against Wale and his wife for this. I'm not saying oh, but he made a terrible game. Right. It's just I hate to hear that. This is happening. It is disappointing. It's very disappointing. I am and sorry that you you had to go through this. No, no, it's all right. And I still, I'm, I'm really thinking about like giving some time before I actually buy the game. You know, maybe they might come up with something that polishes out everything else. And I think, we'll see. Honestly, honestly, I think people, enough people have been complaining about the region lock, and no one has been testing the game ever since. You know, usually you have game testers or some people at least testing the game to see the function work. Well, it's just the two of them. And I remember. Uh, I mean, it's just a common saying, you know, if you get a, if you start talking about it enough with a, just the crowd of people that you're with, right. him, a.k.a. him and his wife, I mean, to them, yeah, it may have been a good idea and it may have been a great vision for the game, but... It, maybe it, not. For the release, perhaps it's not what people wanted exactly. Yeah. 
I honestly, honestly, I just say my personally, give rid, of, give it, get rid of region lock. Everything else is good because just it's a it's it. a different way of gameplay style. But just get rid of the region lock. I just if they don't have to just just because I'm saying it, but I'm saying like personally, I think if region lock wasn't in there, the game would be fun because you can still level up through like you have a, you have a level. Mm-hmm. It's just by the more artifacts you collect. You know, you can get like hand gliders and so. Oh, by the way, any artifacts that you collect in one zone, also <laughs> you don't get them in the next one. So right, that, you that's said that. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's bad. But you don't. It doesn't reset your level. It'll say like, oh, you collected this many artifacts. It's just they don't work. Based, yeah, based on what I remember of Destiny, it sounds like a way worse version of what they did in Destiny. What do they do? Well, I. Uh, from what I can remember, it was in Destiny 1. I don't remember if it was in 2 because I never got that high of a level. But once you got to level 20, then the only way you could level up anymore was by doing like raids and missions and stuff. Yeah. And then getting like levels through drops on items. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Which infuriated me and cost me like to like no longer play the game anymore. You had because... to play raids to get legendary equipment. And those legendary equipment would sometimes drop like stat boosters that were like higher level than you were. So in order to gain like... If you were wanted to get level like 30 or something like that, you couldn't naturally attain 30. You would have to go from 20 and then gain equipment and have the right level, like the right combination of equipment to reach 30. Huh. That is yep. sad. Which is why Destiny lost my favor until I was blinded again. And for Destiny 2, I'm like, oh, maybe <laughs> things are different. And then, I don't know, I just got bored. They changed a lot in Destiny. I, Destiny yeah. 2, well, I now, remember the whole thing with yeah. the engrams where it... When you get to max yeah, level. Yeah, that's right. The ingrowns. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, Did you guys talk about that? No, um, but I think we might have. It, it was a while ago. Yeah, but, but yeah. it was way back. But I remember what the... It was, I think, during either before Curse of Osiris or, at, or during... I'm sorry, during or before Curse of Osiris. But basically, so a player ended up catching the fact that... Uh, well, Activision at the time... Um, well, still Bungie, but still Activision was the main one who was basically the cause of most of this stuff. Um, well... It, when you get to max level, you can get engrams. You can still get like level up, but you'll get engrams to basically get what you need. Mm-hmm. Well, they found out that there was a there was a system or a code basically where each time you level up, it increases more and more and more. And a player actually took the time to actually calculate how much yeah, it was so, increasing. It was large. I mean, it wasn't well, like a little. Slip. I remember hearing. Yeah, about it's that. like an exponential curve where it's like it, it, at a certain point it becomes like impossible. Yeah, and they changed it now. Where I think it's just like a just a like a set. This like is a, how much you need to yeah, collect. Yeah, like a linear one. Because they were trying me, to get you to pay to win on that one. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I don't know. I also have a problem with the coloring system on that game. Well, yeah. Cube I was World, gonna say like, because I am colorblind. What if I were to run up to an enemy saying, "Okay, they look reasonably easy," that's you know, a green, right? and it's like, yeah, and then I go up and it's a legendary, and I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's a good voice. I forgot about colorblind. I think they might have a function for that, but I don't know for sure. Just I hope so. I'd Does Borderlands have a color has a have a co- uh, colorblind assist? Uh. From what I can remember, kind of, they allow me to go ahead and change different colors based on, like, enemy color, uh, ally color, stuff like that. Cool. Because base, it's green and red, which yeah. is a problem. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It is. Well, well I'm, I'm glad yeah. that at least you managed to find it. And speaking of which, yes. by the way, thank you for the contribution. I am yes. sorry to hear that your dream is not crushed, more just kind of like, eh. And again, yeah. it's not really crush crush. Like the game is just failing outright. People are right. still. Some people are liking the games that most people are not. They're just. It it's has. Just, it's I. It's actually like really realistic. Where mm-hmm. it's like the game released, and there are good and bad things. And about it. honestly, the way I look at it, well, besides the really toxic people, but I'm glad. Oh, yes. actually, I want to talk about this too. Like just a quick thing. Sure. There were actually people 
like people were giving criticism, but they also were defending Wally, which I really love. Mm-hmm. Where essentially they're saying, "Look, this is the criticism that we have for this game. We're not telling you like this game is terrible, it's trash, but we're just like saying, look, this is I. We feel that this is what needs to be changed." And then the really toxic people that are like, "You guys should die for like death threat people." They're the the rest of the community is like, "Yeah, no, it's a game Stop. called." Cube World. Come on. No well, one deserves a death threat over a game called any, Cube ever. World. Yes. Nobody Every deserves a death threat no, ever. No one. That is true. But also, God, that's ridiculous. That that's is so just absurd. something you're going to get whenever you have to deal with a mass amount of people well, in exactly. one community. Yeah. There was, um, Jeez. back when Final Fantasy uh, VII had its uh, oh, original right. like mm. reveal trailer, there was someone on, you know, out of all places, 4chan that... No, made, wait, the hacker wow. named 4chan? The yes. hacker name, yeah, wow, the, <laughs> the anonymous website that is known for being a bastion for people who espouse, like, really hateful stuff, said some Final hateful Fantasy stuff. House. Found out that they um, altered the bus size of one of the characters and went on a huge tirade How saying, dare well, they? Well, here's the best part. It was like... Like, you read the post, like, on its own. You wouldn't necessarily know what they were complaining about. And then someone on Tumblr, like, posted this and said, Yeah, this is about them changing someone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It can only say anatomical terms. Oh, bus size. All right, good. Was going to say that. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, it just... We no longer have the sign up on the wall. There's a sign, there used to be a sign that was like, you can't say these versions of it. But you no, can't say... because the FCC put their sorry. puritanical values sorry. on sorry. our show. <laughs> Please go ahead. I'm terribly sorry. It's all good. And I was like, no, this is all about changing someone's bus size. And it's like, people get really toxic about really minor stuff sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, well, that's his waifu, man. Yeah, man. Can't... You don't understand. I've imprinted on this character, on this uh, digital character you've created. And how dare you, the game designer and or artist, change something about your own creation? How mm. dare you? Uh. I, that's my waifu. You don't understand. That's right. So, I can't imagine how upset I'd be if yeah. Bioware retroactively changed Tally yeah. from Mass Effect. Oh. I can't imagine what would happen if uh, if Iraqi were to change Chiorno's hair. I'd be like, get out, or Mista's hat. Get, you get, get out, out of here. Yes. You put that hat back on. How, how dare you? Put that thing back where it came from or so help Did me. So, Didn't people do that on the end of Golden Wind? I probably. They were like, oh, costume the, change is terrible. No, well, people, I, I know they got like really good reception but i know like there was like a small amount of people who were complaining i'm like it's just a color palette change it's the same clothing it's literally, it's literally the same clothes be and careful no spoilies no spoilies. they don't know don't you worry oh, it's a color palette shame. change a what? color palette change it's yeah. context Which totally never happens in jojo <laughs> especially when things get intense right all right wish my life oh, was it changing color it's palette. weather time it's weather time yes. all right Guys, it's 77 degrees currently in Iowa City, but fellas, what does it feel like out there? Uh, I want to say 77. I, I want to say it feels like 77. Gotcha. What did you say? The, the it's weather 77 degrees. 77? Okay. I say it feels like 80. Okay. 79. It is 77. Oh wow! Congratulations! See, I sir. knew that. I finally like I got the weatherman. Congra- no, you have weather earned. Master. You have earned the title of weathermaster. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. Yeah. Bang, bang. You get to wear it for a week. Um, you uh, win this time. Yes, Glass. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Glass. Uh, I bet oh, you get that a lot. Terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the one of the main things I wanted to bring up today, uh, I was looking through a bit of news, and there's 
like, there's actually like three stories I'd like to get to, but we are going to go with this one first and then the next one. And there's a teeny tiny one at the very end that I would like to kind of slide up in Just there. Poke it. I'd like uh, to talk about Borderlands for a little bit as well, if yes, we can. Absolutely. Let's, we will start with that one. So if you'd like, go, you can, if you want to broach, if, excuse me, if you'd like to introduce it, you can. I can too. I have the articles up here. Um, I'll introduce it. Go um, for it. I've been playing Borderlands for a little bit, and uh, with Tyler, we've both yeah. been like hammering it out. <laughs> we haven't got the chance to play everything together, but we've basically gotten to the same point in the story. We've ran into yeah. a few characters, especially the characters that are going to be talked about in this article. I think they replaced the um, dude you run into um, in Pandora with Chris Hardwick. I think that was yeah, Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah, it's Chris Hardwick. They, Vaughn was initially Troy Baker. Yeah, it was no. I think Nolan North. Nolan North. Him. Yeah, Reese really? is Troy Baker. Oh okay. no, no, Vaughn was always Chris Hardwick. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was. Excuse um, me. So later on, you run that's into right. like you that. leave Pandora for whatever reason, and you go to another planet. Don't want to spoil the name because you know spoilers. But it's a planet. It's a planet. You get another planet, and you find out like the character from Tales of the Borderlands um, is hey, he's around, Reese. And guess what? He's not voiced by Troy Baker anymore because Troy Baker made a statement to Randy Pitchford and Gearbox Software. Randy Pitchford maybe, specifically. Perhaps, yeah, maybe did not talk to Randy Pitchford specifically, even though Randy. Um, <laughs> Randy! He refused to go union. Yeah, um, so the, yeah, the company refused to, uh, yeah, refused to, I think, seek voice actor union labor. Yeah. And like these and SAG AFTRA and the SAG AFTRA voice actors union actually like also said that they were trying to talk to Gearbox about it. And we saw a similar thing happen with uh Claptrap's voice actor. Which is like this would be the second actor that is in the that has been replaced. Almost every other voice actor has come back to reprise their role, such as characters like Tannis or um Lilith, Lilith. or um yeah. um what's the Ellie, um, Ellie. Yeah. A lot of characters like that. You meet those characters very early on, so I want to try to like avoid saying the later character names. But um, those characters come back to reprise their roles, and along the lines with a lot of other characters that come back. Um, but I have to say, this is kind of disappointing that Gearbox is like, this has happened to two people that wanted to work on the Gearbox games that have had influence over the Borderlands series. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, sorry, take no. take it with a grain of salt because I haven't like in you know, research this a whole lot on my own free time. Sure. But from what I understand, the reason why Troy Baker didn't leave is because within the union contracts, essentially they say that he can't work on any projects that don't have only union uh, voice actors on it. Yeah. Like Gearbox hired union workers and non-union workers. No, exactly. And based and on the it, union, he yep. cannot. Yes, and and but that makes complete sense where it's like if you... You know, he's one of the titans of the industry, and because he's pro, he's pro voice actors union. You kind of have to stick with that, or else, you know. Well, be- right, but also, I mean, like, think of it this way: like, maybe some actors haven't been able to get into the union, well, or haven't thing, decided right? to join the union, or so they'd be cut out for Troy Baker. Or, well, like for example, the guy who got Troy Baker's spot got it because, like, he yeah. probably wasn't in a union. Which, if I'm being honest, one, I didn't really notice the change, and two, I think he did a really good job, hence the not noticing the change. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's the hilarious part of, vo- of of Troy Baker is that, like, yeah, it is, yeah, of Troy Baker is that, like, he's got incredible range, but everyone's like, do the Uncharted voice. <laughs> they just Nathan? want him, they, well, like, or excuse me, they just want him to, not the Uncharted, yeah. Uh, Nathan Drake? No, his brother. Um, 
Oh, Sam. Sam, yeah. Sam Drake. But, like, he, he, he has a very specific type of voice that he does. Um, like, Troy Baker... Like, but he's got a... Troy Baker's got a fantastic range, but a lot of the time he kind of gets... He, normally, it's cast as a main character, or... I just think it's a little disappointing that it's another thing that... <laughs> it's another thing that Gearbox has had a problem with, and more specifically, I believe... I think Randy Pitchford was, you know, mentioned once or twice in the article, and yeah. I think it's... Disappointing that for some reason he's uh, in controversy again. Actually, it's a shame because this I'm... isn't the only Randy news. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to hear it. There's but a it's... little more Randy news. But was, a li- it's was a little shame. bit magical? Because I don't, I don't know about you. I can't speak on your behalf, but I'm really enjoying this game. Like this oh, might I be my too. favorite Borderlands to date. I think the game's great. Um, I have problems here and there with the game, but they're not like so huge that I'm like actively saying, "Oh, this is terrible." My huge issue is done with primary, uh, primarily like story beats of the. Um, so like, the game's good. I, I can't disagree. Gunplay is great. A lot of the characters are mer- very memorable. Like they're not boring. I've never had. Any, I was never doing a quest where I was just like, oh god, this character is just like I. I would rather just not do this quest because it's so droll. I do. I have a problem with one character, but I'm not gonna go ahead and say their name. For fear of spoilers, what's I, wrong I, I with could, them? I could speak. Jeez, can you speak about them? I sure. Uh, she is a character that is essentially a underling. Well, not oh. really underling, like a uh, I guess subordinate to one of the other characters that is introduced. Mm-hmm. And something happens, and spoilers: a character dies, mm-hmm. and essentially it is their fault. And they continue to be super annoying and frustrating about it the entire time, almost like they're a child. Nice. They are kind of a child. I mean, they are, but like, <laughs> at the same time, because the game makes it so obvious that you're supposed to like this character. Right. And they dropped the ball, going oh, the exact so opposite way, and I despise this character. Uh. So my problem isn't with people that you have on board, it's the two streamers that you have to deal with on yes, a constant basis. the Calypso twins. I have they're no terrible. issue with how the Calypso twins are introduced into the story. I think they're actually relatively interesting villains when they're actually on screen. Like, when you physically interact with the Calypso twins, they are interesting characters. Like, I really enjoyed their cutscenes. They're really cool. However, when you're sitting on the ship of Sanctuary and they're playing clips to you, it is oh, one of the most annoying things in the world. It's yeah, it's so, really kind of embarrassing. So one of, so there's a big problem with Borderlands 3 is that they literally throw every joke at the wall and sometimes one or two of them hits. Yeah. And I can tell you this right now from the three cutscenes I've had with the Calypso twins when I'm sitting on the bow of Sanctuary watching a clip from them being broadcast in it is one of the most cringy things in the world to give the viewers kind of like a perspective of what that is. So basically the clips. So right now I'm like about, I think 60, maybe 65% of the way into the story and the Calypso twins interact with you about three times at this point. Now they've interacted with you physically by like showing up and like, you know, beating you up because you know, they're better than you in every yeah, way, shape and I'm form. I'm the bad guy and you're the protagonist and I got to mess with you protagonist because I'm the bad guy. That's so right. they come in and they're just like, we're going to show you a video of like how we cut together this thing that we're constantly streaming. That's right. We're streaming everything every single time we're in Ooh, person. This is real, bro. And yeah. I'm going to spoil this first part because it happens yeah. like what, 20 minutes into the game? Oh, uh, wait. 
Careful. Like IRL streamers? No. No. I mean, it happens within the first couple hours. It's okay. Once again, as long as it it is not, it's not like someone's going to like, oh no, my entire game experience. Right. I'm just going to mention it. We we could just go ahead and preface this with, if you really care about Borderlands spoilers, Borderlands Borderlands 3 spoilers, be warned, we might go ahead and say something that'll ruin it for you. We're not going to say anything super big. I'm going to try to limit it to like first three hours. I'm don't say. you don't right. you worry. So they like come in and they mess up Lilith pretty bad. I think they like would they siphon like part of her power away. That's correct. Yeah, they one completely of them is- remove them because one of them is a yeah, a, energy yeah. vampire. Yeah, and so cool. then they like come in and they like redo this like they do this like montage of them like stealing the power away and like making it look like she's like a liar and she was never really the firehawk in the first place but they fake news but they make it like this huge montage thing where they're playing like these old sound effects like a 1920s like car horn like and it's all in black and white and like quick cuts back and forth and oh it's so cringy well that's the thing is i've also heard that like because the development was delayed a bit the the writing is actually a little old, and so there's like oh, yeah. quite a few stale memes in there. Oh yeah, which actually is really is a really interesting aspect of games writing because humor, like you can date yourself super duper hard with outdated humor. Like mm-hmm. that's funny. oh, they definitely did, but there have been a few times where I've genuinely thought it was really funny. And clever. Right, like on the inverse of that, there are some memes that are just like for some reason the internet just absolutely loves, and they just don't seem to ever die. Like. One of the best ones I've run into was I died and I respawned at a new use station and the Hyperion machine was like, you're finally awake. You were trying to cross the border, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would it would, it would only be better if it had like a stupid, like overly heavy Swedish accent. Oh, so you're awake. Like, and they like fade you out and like, fade you right back in. It, it, well, like the game cuts and switches to Skyrim. <laughs> that would actually I, be the listen, best. And then you that... pan over to Ulfric Stormcloak and then you're back. Listen, I'm, I'm not saying, hey game developers, I'm not saying it would be a laugh riot if at one point in your game you faded out and literally just went to, just <laughs> linked into Bethesda's Skyrim, but it would be hilarious. It'd be you very You know Todd Howard would die for that i just call todd he's like so i heard you want to make skyrim into another platform so like in the next doom eternal that's what i'm hoping for like you enter one of the secret levels and it's doom but also skyrim think i'd love to fight alduin with a bfg as you just well exactly it's like you're you're just so open my fridge all of a sudden you're finally awake oh no (laughs) you're finally awake get awake so the other Randy news was that uh, Bobby Prince, the guy who did a lot of the original music for Duke Nukem 3D, is suing uh, 2K. It's 2K, right? I think it's Gearbox. Gearbox. Yeah, for, yeah, Duke for, Nukem? For Duke Nukem 20th edition. 20th anniversary edition. Because they re-released the game with a lot of his original music. And... Uh, didn't ask. Well, didn't ask. And are not comp- did not compensate him. And contacted randy directly and randy was like we'll take care of you don't worry and then ghosted him <laughs> and so, oh wow yeah that's a and big so deal right now it's getting too right, real right now bobby prince is is now suing 
gearbox because Randy Pitchford apparently said he was going to take care of him and just didn't. So it was a lie and Randy lied. And define taking care of him. Is he going well, to go ahead and give him a wet willy? We don't know. <laughs> he just like they apparently they were just talking over the phone and Randy was pretty vague about it, which was a red flag, and was like, We'll take care of you. Randy don't worry. About it. Don't worry, we'll take care of you. Be- and then P.I.s showed up at his door. Don't yes. worry. We'll hey, take care of you. What, what do you know about Duke Nukem 20th Anniversary Edition? All right. So, yes, that, that was like a little sprinkling of extra Randy news. We heard you talking bad about Duke Nukem 20th Edition. <laughs> this has been your Randy News segment. Randy. Which Randy, I'm, Randy. I, I don't know. I remember playing. Was it, I think it was Duke Nukem Forever. And it well, was that's liter- your first mistake. Well, I, well, no, okay, sorry, let me correct. I wasn't playing it. My cousin was playing it, and I was that's watching him. That's his first mistake. Oh, de- oh definitely. I remember we went to life. GameStop, and he saw it on sale for $3. Ooh, that's a winner. And, and, that's a pretty and good brought one. it up to the counter, and the dude at GameStop like, was like, oh. yo, man, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> even GameStop didn't want to sell him the game. Uh, <laughs> that's really... when the, Even the GameStop employee where, who's been trained to sell a bunch of stuff is like... Oh, oh you don't want it. You don't want that. <laughs> I, I would have a bad conscience to sell this to you what without knowing. You. What did your cousin? What did your cousin say about it? He was I like, I don't remember. But it's like I don't care. It's three dollars. Well, that's the yeah. That's three dollar dues. Three dollar dues. That's about like a soda. <laughs> oh, soda. Sure. A terrible game. Two sodas. Yeah. I, so, two sodas. Yeah. What kind like of cheap do- sodas are you no, getting? Sodas are like a dollar fifty for a bottle and like depends a where for you're a can. going. You go down to your local bodega and they're a dollar for whoa, a can, whoa, man. And we're bodega. not in New York here. <laughs> Listen, what is this fancy you just, plant, fancy you just place. before you hit the movie theater, you go down to your local bodega with a fiver and you buy five <laughs> cans of soda and you bring that in with your backpack into the theater. This man legitimately <laughs> thinks he's still in New York. So, what, right. so what's going on with the Duke Nukem Forever? So that, oh, it's that, essentially one of the worst games I've ever oh, seen. Oh, oh it's, it's terrible. It, it, was in oh, devel- yeah. it was in development heck for, <laughs> for years. Darn <laughs> you, like, censorship. I think it was 11 years, actually. It was for an incredibly long amount of time. That's insane. Has the world record for longest game in development? I don't know if it's the long. It's Shoot. the longest. I'm talking sh- about Final Fantasy. It yeah. was, I mean, so, it's there, actually. so long. It spans the entire length of the Iraq Middle Eastern conflict. That's a, wow! Jeez! <laughs> Yikes! That's a long. When you Duke Nukem went in, Duke Nukem came out <laughs> a was, different man. And it was awful. It was so awful. Too yeah, terrible. Really... Uh, but okay, we it, we do have to hear a quick word. We'll be right back after this. Magic City Hippies is a band. We're always out here to entertain people, says the guitar player, whose name is Robbie. They have an album called Modern Animal. What do you suppose that means? They describe one of their songs as an easygoing psych rap nugget. They're playing at Gabe's on October 11th at 9 p.m. For more information, go to firstfleetconcerts.com, baby. Brandy News. I had to turn off the mics because I did not trust myself. <laughs> that has to be on purpose. I'm just going to leave it at that. I, it's on purpose. Whatever. I like be. I like them. They are interesting Me now. too. They're I very much do to like me. them. 
Very interesting. God, all right. Bravo. Sorry, Whoever gotta, does that. Gotta, Bravo. Yeah, I got to reorder. I think that's our music director. Nice. Well done. Mm. So, so what's the next one? We have uh, so Randy? this. No, not Randy. The Google oh, Stadia. The Stadia. Oh, it's back. Stadia. Oh, oh no, it's not back. It never left. I, it's here. Oh, um, and it's huge. So apparently, <laughs> the Google Stadia has started taking applications for games to be released, and among the 400 games already confirmed to release on the Google Stadia. Some of them include some pretty big name releases, like the new Cyberpunk. I mean, like, yes. yeah, I'm gonna buy the heck out of that game. Oh, I'm so gonna buy the heck out of it. Yeah, um, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. So, apparent according to, uh, and I think it's, it's. Let me just make sure I have his name right. Uh, Keanu Reeves. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Ray Batista insists that Google is being picky who it allows in. The team warns its cloud streaming platform to be a curated storefront experience. Uh, that being said, so the process by which a game actually gets onto the Stadia storefront is actually pretty interesting because it's kind of similar to Steam with one very important component that's been changed. So first... You fill out an application, which is basically like a boilerplate, like this is what the game's about. And you have to directly send it to Google and like apply to have your thing on the storefront. Makes sense. Similar to Steam and I imagine the Epic Games Store where you kind of have to petition it so you don't just get to put whatever you want up mm -hmm. there. Coughity, coughity, cough. Steam, green light. Um, I guess the, I guess God, the card is so, so awful. Hey, but if that's the case... Would the KFC dating simulator have made it on there, though? Yes. It did. It did. You don't oh, even, I, I know why, it did. Why do you like, even have to ask? Of course, the KFC dating simulator makes it onto the Google Stadia. Come on. That game's probably definitely going to be on there. I can't better. confirm that. I guess but the card is still trying to apply to get onto Epic Game Store. Yeah. <laughs> so. Monkey balls. Yeah. Monkey ball. Banana blitz. Banana uh, blitz. Uh, exactly. Uh, so. After you do that, a human team actually looks over the application and does additional follow-up. I'm saying a human team because this is where it sort of differentiates itself from Steam. Where sometimes you just do the application and it seems like if you tick a certain amount of criteria, or in the case of Steam Greenlight, you, you accrue enough crooked votes by giving away free Steam keys and committing fraud. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know about this. But... Yes. Oh, yeah. Steam Greenlight was a haven for underhanded and unscrupulous activity. You talked about it's this like, on a past I think it was yes. like media homicide. That was like yeah. a huge deal on digital homicide. Digital homicide. Di di like where and yeah, the the ones that that oh my god that sued Jim Sterling for I think like a hundred or like hundreds of millions of dollars or or at least uh -huh. like forty million dollars. Reporting what? Like, yeah, so Digital Jim, Homicide made a whole bunch of games that are just stealing assets. Like, yeah, they did asset flips, oh. and they did made like fake dummy sock puppet accounts. To, to like give themselves good reviews so people would buy their game. Yep. Wow. And vote their game up. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So like that happened, and like... so it's, Digital Homicide. Digital, yeah, no. This they is, did that if, to themselves. If, if, you, if you would like to know more, like just look. Jim Sterling did an actual video recounting his experience with Digital Homicide. Go check it out on YouTube. It's a, it's a riot. It is hilarious. There's also... Because they're so like... Sorry. They're so just like inept and terrible at the 
at even defending their own case, it's just kind of sad. There's also a really good series on YouTube I'd recommend called Down the Rabbit Hole that actually that did um an entire like their first episode ever was talking about digital homicide and then they did a, a part two to like kind of like reminisce about it and they talk about almost everything you need to know so if you don't want to go to jim sterling's page for whatever reason you can watch like i think like maybe hour hour and a half like yeah video. down the rabbit hole yeah okay why does jim sterling ring a bell for me i've never heard of this digital homicide he's stuff. a well-known games journalist he Very does the gym well Quis- that's yeah jimquisition he's pretty well known a proponent uh well he's against microtransactions in all their forms yay i agree with that man Uh, yes yeah no absolutely Uh, unless we get i don't know whatever the upgraded version the requiem of this newest 2k game is the slot machine (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) nba 2k powerful stand slot harder (laughs) powerful stand Oh. My my stand NBA all children gambling habit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, but essentially, um, digital homicide, that type of thing. So the Google Stadium, right? You actually have to get onto it, and suddenly you have a a bunch of developers, over four thousand in total, applying to have their games on the Stadia. So it actually seems like. One of the initial hurdles that we perceived for the Google Stadia, which was licensing, may not be as big of a problem as we thought it was going to be. Um, Initially, when we talked about this in a past episode, we were wondering if it might go the way of the Wii U or the... (laughs) Yes. um, Or the Virtual Boy, where it's like just not enough high-profile games were on the actual system or on the service to warrant people to want to pay that subscription and buy the controller but it seems like a lot of it seems like google's backing i think one of as someone i forget who said but i the fact that google is backing it does make a distinct difference because they're such a big and successful company that it's it's actually like pretty safe or at least I don't think Google would invest this much money into something that would be ultimately unprofitable without at least doing a lot of research beforehand. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going through, a, they're putting the infrastructure behind it to make a huge, like, you have to apply, and as opposed to just letting the game go through, just having an actual human team review what your right. game's going to be. I think that makes a big difference opposed to, like, Steam. And I actually think it's a really good idea. I mean, it's a really good thing that a whole bunch of places like Google Stadia, I mean, as much as that's as bad as the Epic Game Store is, I think it's a good thing that things like that exist so that have direct competitors to Steam. And check this out. So development on Stadia, Batista explained, is centered around custom-built machines running the games in Google data centers around the world called instances. So if you're making a game on Stadia, it's running on one of these instances with controller input sent back to them. And it all works the same regardless of device, PC, mobile, tablet, or Chromecast. So... For those who have ever tried to ship a game across multiple platforms, it's all going to be running on these custom-made instances that will actually be inhabiting these Google warehouses. So it kind of, or at least attempts to solve the problem of like, oh, the port to this specific machine is pretty bad because you can actually custom make the machine to support the instance of the game in one of the data centers. That's interesting. I guess yeah. I'm kind of confused what that means. So, like, uh, for example, and there's a chart here that I'm going to try to explain. So, like, 
here are you. We're, we are the users, right? And we're here and say one of these screens we can play a game on it. But the game's not actually, all the processing isn't happening here. It's happening like 20 miles away in some data center in a cornfield. That's where all the processes are happening, but the input, specifically from the controller and from the television, are being beamed and uh, beamed to the server and back onto the screen. Wouldn't that so, create a lot of lag? No, because the there's the prevalence of Google data centers is so high, and there's also something called there's also Google Stadia Pro, which is like increased, uh, I think, either priority or like Google basically leveraging its network infrastructure for. Um, much because it's it's button inputs and uh, what is it like? Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, how can I put this? Button inputs from the controller and the machine showing visuals on a screen. So it's like a streaming. It's like yeah, like Netflix or uh, Hulu. Mm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yes. how you say it like that. I'm like so. Oh yeah, the future of gaming. We the future is now, old man. Um, <laughs> So like so we're in this room there's a Google like warehouse 20 miles away that has a a machine called an instance that is specifically built to run a a version of a game that is being like it's running the game and it's running our particular instance of the game and sending us the data and so like a warehouse might have so this is why where we might see like region locked releases in theory it won't it shouldn't happen like this just like netflix has certain region locked series and movies because of availability on their servers or on their data centers that hold the data for them to stream but again google has such an expansive and kind of intricate network hopefully we won't be looking at anything like that but quick question quick question yes how like where are the data centers located? Like, did they put them all over the United, all over the world? Google has data centers everywhere. Jeez. So my question would oh, be, oh, that's Google, but still, she. I, I think to, yeah. to myself, yeah. My question uh. would be, do we have to build like these high-end PCs anymore? Mm, if, about well. to say like, would would my PS4 be able to run something like? really high-end because i'm not running the processors on my pc i'm on my ps4 i'm only like streaming it to it so that i can put the inputs in because i don't really understand i guess i'm not understanding like how that's going on that's such an interesting way of thinking about that like are you streaming the game as you're playing it like as you're are you, is it like streaming onto your computer or you're actually using the stadia or stadia itself to like is it? Oh, that's actually a really great way of looking at. It. Now so, I'm yeah. like confused. So the, the compo- <laughs> so rather than your traditional components, which are like, uh, which is controller hooked up to a console, hooked up to a TV. Console is gone. Controller is now wireless and transmitting to. Well, the console's now 20 miles away or wherever your nearest oh. instance is, and your screen mm. is streaming. What's happening when you press buttons? Oh, that's so now actually kind of interesting. So we're gonna have like a so we're gonna have like a future Stadia TV where that's it's correct. Like, and you can so you can now run really high end games on your phone. You can put your phone up and like as long as your phone can stream video, you can play the newest release on your phone with a controller. Wow. No wonder it's almost sold out. Yeah, that's scary. Like scary yeah. good. Like so well, nothing's. No, no, we, no we don't know much yet. We don't yet. We but like if everything goes smoothly, like smooth, relatively smoothly, ladies and gentlemen, 
we're in the future. Like, oh man, this lecture sucks. I'm just gonna play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you could absolutely do that. You and you might because it's directly in a Google, it's hooked up to the Google network multiplayer games. You would never have to worry about lag. You would never have to worry about it's all dedicated. Latency. It's all dedicated because it's running on a machine that's hooked into a network. Oh heck yeah! I can get pulled over at work now uh, <laughs> I'm playing Borderlands Three on my phone. <laughs> it's like, hey, I need you to come to my office. Well, that's, how did you beat me in that duel? That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's trash. Um, You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Let me win this next duel, man. So. Uh. That's and so like Batista also says, and this is all according to a GamesIndustry.biz article. But aside from being diligent about giving as much information as possible during the application process and having a great game, Batista said one important factor Google takes into consideration is the specific viability of a project for the Stadia platform. Projects have to have specific functionality that is either unique or unique to or shines on Google Stadia, and so so that's the that's Google's strategy. Google is going to handpick games that it knows are going to run well on the Google Stadia. That's and smart. And is vetting games so that way, like... Oh, yes. The, I can't wait to play Bejeweled on Google Stadia. Exactly. <laughs> Bejeweled. <laughs> I can't... Yeah, I can't wait for oh, extreme Bejeweled on Google Stadia. Hot frame action. Like... Oh. Happy Wheels on Stadia. Oh boy. Oh god. For those oh god. of you joining us at the top of the hour, you're listening to KRUI 89.7 FM, Iowa City. Yay. Right at the top. Yes. Uh, so that means wait, hold on. Are you telling me on my Stadia? Or mm-hmm. Stadia. I keep saying Stadia for some reason. Sure. On my Stadia, I can stream Pixel Hunt. No. It's not <laughs> it's that game. It's, it's a game. Games. You have sounds on it for that. We are not a game yet. We're not a game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Pixel, but, yeah. but you know what's what is, not what a would game. You, what was that? Be? That'd be like, uh, I suppose, uh, either a Phoenix Wright-like game where you have to contribute to the conversation in a meaningful way, uh, despite not knowing everything that everyone said because you were desperately trying to pull up oh. an article on your computer. <laughs> I, that's just a random example. But, but I don't I, know I'd, why. That... I'd be the best pick for that. That's all I do. Yeah. We have different stats. Like One's uh, more... Like we had, we you have to have a or host, um, and we got loot boxes. It's a, it's elite beat agents. <laughs> it's just elite beat agents. No, it could literally just be like that one game where it's all those famous characters playing poker together, except it's us. Oh, yeah. poker night at the inventory. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like yeah. You take out take, out take out the gameplay aspect and just add people talking. <laughs> you mean a, you mean like a short film? No, it's it's no. Like, it's like a, it's like the uh, Telltale games where you have to like choose like what oh, you're going to say. Dialogue options. Jake um, will remember that. It's, <laughs> but that then, but would then, but be. then. But no, 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 but this is it's even better because it's multiplayer. <laughs> so my huge thing would be, yes. does this mean, so this was definitely a direct competitor to Steam, and not just Steam, I believe it's like oh, to everything. To, to the PS4, to the Xbox One, to the Wii, to the Switch, excuse me. To the me, SoundCloud? To the, sa- no. Uh, well, like, I don't think it actually is a direct competitor to Switch, because I don't think Nintendo is going to let any of their games go to the Stadia. No, no well, that's the thing, they're all, because a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of Nintendo's games are already custom made for the Switch. Yeah, so they're just off in their little bubble. You know, as take their chances on a whole bunch of games every once in a while and be like, it might not be like the best game, but it looks interesting. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's like things are about to get study up in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. look, and it's back. Okay, good. Okay, so is everything okay? Or... I don't 
think so. I think we might just have a bunch of dropped stuff. Heck yeah. So you know what? So while we have while we have it, why don't we just just a quick little rehash? Why not? Google Stadia. This is a thing, and it seems to be more complicated than you might think. Can't and, wait uh, to get bejeweled who, on the Google Stadia. There we go. Boom. Who, who, who on knew the Stadia? The Stadia could be so complicated? Yes. And it's good. It's a good thing I took the time to explain it out. It'd be a shame if all of that audio were to just disappear out of nowhere. So then you have again. no context for this discussion but we're having. Once again, because like I've explained the Stadia once, yes. I will not explain it again. So we're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> and yeah. it's like in cut, and that's how the Google Stadia works. <laughs> I have, I have one more thing. Yeah, and absolutely. That's my point. I have one more news thing to talk about. What do you have, Randy? Um, Randy. <laughs> Red Dead Two is coming to the PC. Hey, finally! Hey. So now you can knife people on the go. Yes. Red Dead One did not even come to the PC, but Red Dead Two apparently is. Is what I've been is what I've been looking into. I don't know if it's coming to Steam or Epic Game Store. I just know it's coming to PC at some point. So that well, means times also, are changing, which means I've Kingdom also Hearts heard 3 on PC. Regarding King, oh, <laughs> Red Dead 2. No, Red Dead 2. That essentially the team at Rockstar has dumped any single player work that they were doing. And now they're 100%... Multiplayer. Wow, that's, that's great. Stupid. I'm so happy to I hear that. I wanted another Undead Nightmare. Man, that's really good. Uh, <laughs> I wanted welcome another to my, Undead Nightmare. Welcome to my life. Oh, <laughs> that's the best. I have so many friends. I'll play the single player. It's I will play it. It's because nobody <laughs> nobody liked Undead Nightmare. Nobody liked it. I nobody, liked it. Not well, the best-selling DLC well, that's, Yeah, that's time. the joke where it's like, no, everyone loved Undead Nightmare. You absolute fools. So much so that course. I never played the original Red Dead. I played the Red Dead Undead Nightmare copy. Right. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Multiplayer one. is all the rage. And it's how you get those hot dollary dues in there. Yep. Yeah. It's how you I essentially gamble children. Gamble children. That's a There's a concept. <laughs> quite fair. I, I have to be quite honest. Like, Red Dead 1, when it came out, I was really, like, hyped about almost all the DLC that came out. Like... I even woke up at like 6 a.m. the day like Liars and Cheats were going to come out because oh, nice. I was like excited to play gambling with my friends, which was literally playing poker and Liars Dice with your friends. That's really awesome. But like, I, <laughs> like, well, that's the thing is like, oh man, it's just like poker night at the inventory. But then literally it was like a little different than I expected, not having as much fun as I hoped. But the Red Dead 2, like there's no DLC and there's like nothing that I'm actually interested in this game. Like I played through the story and it was like, okay, I guess I'm done. And yep, it, it just really, I mean, I was kind of hoping for another Red Dead, like, Undead Nightmare. And that was, like, kind of the thing I was hoping to come back to. Like, I was hoping to be, like, in a few months after the game, like, comes out around October that we'd have an Undead Nightmare. But wouldn't yeah. that be appropriate in October to have an like, Undead Nightmare? Mm. They're they're failing us, boys. No, nah. I'll admit us. I don't even think I... Nah, they, they're not failing us. They're making money. They're oh, speaking of October, guys, it's October 1st. Oh yeah, it is. Happy October. Yeah, 1st. happy October. Yeah. Now we just need to wait thirty more days until Halloween. <laughs> okay. I, can wear, I can wear my keyblades outside. Oh, Excuse no. me, what? Oh key yeah, uh, I went to uh, Spirit Halloween and uh, they uh, in um, Des Moines, and I just happened to find uh, the Kingdom Key and also uh, Oblivion at uh, at the at the you had a cosplay you mean... Riku for your Halloween. Uh, basically, no, but, no, cosplay uh, Kyrie. 
the best they, one. What was it? No they, goofy. Last year they had a, they had a Kyrie Keyblade uh, at Spirit Halloween. Oh my god! And these dude, they're very durable. They're very good wow, too. Okay. Yeah, they. Are. These, I met these, a kid I, named Sora the other day. Oh, cool! Really? Yeah. Mm. Look out, Lucky. Sora! Zayanord is gonna nort you. <laughs> and you know the boy. <laughs> you know the boy. And please never do that again. Please never do that. Again. Do not. Uh. Donald Duck directly into the mic like that. <laughs> Watch as I turn Again, off the subtitles so no one can kudos, understand him. Kudos to, to to the voice actor who managed to do that voice. Oh, but yeah, I hate it. It is grating. It's I, so it's, awful. Oh. Congratulations, though. That is That takes a lot of range. And I understand you probably worked pretty hard on the accent. Or you're naturally good at it. And I hate you. <laughs> God. Wow. Wow. Right. At him. I'm just kidding. No, you. I, I really do appreciate your work, and I yes, I respect your profession yeah, very I much. Got, I got two keyblades ready to go for Halloween, and it's, I love Halloween because you can wear anything and no one would care. Uh, I, I'm I, pretty sure some people well, will well, care. No, 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 not, not uh, anything. You get beat up for being a weeaboo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't be a weeaboo on this show, man. Yeah. With our I, JoJo references. I, I mean, at this point, All everything right. in life is a JoJo reference. By the way, I am going to, just because I do feel a little bad, if that all of that audio does get wiped, do you guys mind just quickly talking about the Google Stadia? Yeah. Sure. All right. Check it out. But so, we said. I know. But check it out. The Google Stadia. <laughs> the revolutionary new device. Apparently what's going to happen is you're going to have a controller in your hands, a TV or a phone in front of you, and a weird instance machine 20 miles away in a cornfield somewhere processing your game and streaming it onto the screen that you have in your house as you hit buttons and those button inputs are sent to that, uh, what is it, that data center in that instance and beamed back to your TV. Boom, that's how it works. Bam. Now we have to put the jokes in. So. That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm playing Mortal Kombat in my, in my lecture or I'm playing uh, Borderlands at the work office and the boss comes up to yeah. me and says, let me win the next duel, man. You have to do that. Boom, alley-oop, <laughs> slam dunk, ball uh-huh. four, take your base. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown. Get the Victoria Royale in the middle of that important lunch you were supposed to go to. That's right. (laughs) Everyone the meeting point. Winner, 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 chicken dinner. (laughs) Hashtag fail my midterms because I was too busy getting spot number one in Fortnite. You can already play Fortnite on your phone. And then I flossed my way out of the lecture hall. You can play the console version on (laughs) your phone. Yeah, but you can play yeah, you can play the instance. You want to play with the ninja on Might also it might also mean that Google might also mean that Google can hide curate the games that are coming into it it might also mean that uh, multiplayer games and multiplayer fighting games could see the rise in popularity that they've kind of needed because they've never uh, fighting games have been popular but they've never been like every tons and tons of people have uh, online multiplayer back in the day when street fighter and a lot of uh, local uh, co or local co-op or local head-to-head fighting games were around that were they were all the rage but now as it's slowly moved to multiplayer it's prioritized players with a good wi-fi setup but now potentially a bunch of people who don't necessarily have the network infrastructure can instead rely on googles and play a multiplayer game without necessarily having all the dropped frames i don't know if it'll it'll uh or or a bunch of lag i don't know if it'll save against the dreaded lag switch or when someone throws it when they're getting salty (laughs) Yeah, disconnect your Ethernet cord just a little bit. (laughs) 
Well, no, someone, someone goes to the Google Stadia data center and hits the lag switch on the machine. <laughs> Why do they have a lag switch Hold installed? On. Well, like you go to the instance and, like, and one of the employees is like, yo, watch this. It's lag <laughs> switch. Well, hey, guys, watch this. You're going to hear a real loud noise real quick. He turns it on. All of a sudden, just like all around you hear a loud um, just yeah, screaming. John's, John's across the country. So much John, love. this leg. <laughs> Yo, I, I had that combo. What are you doing? So many Kyles will injure so many drywalls. So many Kyles. <laughs> so much like tears. Always that Kyle guy. Tears streaming down people's faces as they're losing their chance to go to Evo in this online multiplayer. No, as, I was going to go to Evo. As Deshaun's all over the world break their consoles. <laughs> I love break their controller. Oh I love I love the the local names where it's like yeah all the Kyles, all the Johns, all the Deshaun, all the Deshauns. No, I know a Deshaun. On he's, all the all the base, cool all the basement lords around. For my brothers out there, we know what they talking. About trying to get that shot in 2K. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm normally pretty. This is my off character. I don't normally play this one, so like I don't know them too good. Uh, you hit the lag switch at the wrong moment. Listen, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I just no, like uncontrollable Johns is what I'm saying will happen. This is my wrong character. Yo, it was step up, Kyle. Yo, fine. Yo, best out of five, man. <laughs> run it back. Run it back. Yo, uh, run this it back. is five. Uh, did you mean best out of seven? So, but yes. Uh, there. So, like, yes. Google Stadia. See, we we recapped, threw in some old jokes, sprinkled in some new ones. We're all good. Okay. So, all right. I, I, I guess unless you guys have anything else to say, I think we are good. Yeah, we're good. We're good in the hood. Yeah, I like it. We're good in the hood. In yeah, fact. you can catch us on SoundCloud. Yo, check it out. If Unless you're already listening to it on SoundCloud. And hey, you can catch more of us on SoundCloud. Yeah, you can catch more of us. And if you're listening to this on the Care UI SoundCloud, you can find all the old original episodes from last season on our SoundCloud, mm-hmm. uh, Pixel Hunt, because it's just too much gosh darn work to upload all those files onto the new SoundCloud. And you'll check me out on Twitch.tv. I'm just kidding us with you. Sure, man. All right. Dude, no, go ahead. Okay, yeah, check me out on Twitch.tv, dogs, at games for you all. Games with the number four, then a U and the A-L. So, yeah, check me out. I'll games be streaming. for you, Al. Yeah, games yeah. for you, Al. For so, Al yeah. specifically. Al. Only Al. for Al. Only yeah. for Al. Games yeah. for Al. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Al. But check me out, guys. I'll be streaming every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But there we go. Wait, but it's Monday today. I already streamed. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> wait, you Whoa. mean to tell you mean to tell me you stream Whoa. on the Sabbath, the day of rest? <laughs> yes. Heresy. When, when God <laughs> took a break from streaming. Okay. To go so to we, local IHOP. So we are going to Yeah, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a nice evening. We will see you guys. Next week. Don't forget to say Lana.